0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Whiskey and Weird. My name is Lauren Liker, and I'm learning about whiskey and I'm embracing all the weird in the world, including me and you. I hope you'll join me. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Whiskey and Weird. This is episode 10, and um, I'm excited to get some people on here watching. I'm excited for those of you who will be uh, listening in later via your favorite podcast app or maybe watching the replay. Um, Tonight should be a lot of fun. Uh, It should be interesting at best, right? So um, a little different setting because I'm squeezing in my kids today. Uh, So welcome. Welcome. I'm really happy that you're going to join me, and as I always do, I'm going to bless my space. Now, this is actually not a gimmicky thing for me. This is something that I do. Um, uh, I, I bless our house regularly, and I, um, I, uh, I bless my workspace. So whenever I sit down to work, I always bless my workspace to clear away energy that doesn't support the work that I want to do um, and invite in the energy that I want Um, and you know what this is really intention of using these kinds of things it's about clearing clearing energy and inviting in divine light and things like that so um, I use these things with the same purpose as which they were um, which they were intended to be used Um, and I find them to be really helpful so blessing my space here with a little Palo Santo and some sage Um, Kind of gives me courage, gives me creativity and all of that so that's um, always a, an important way for me to get started because um, like I've said from the beginning this is all about me kind of stepping out in front of people in a, a really open and as authentic way possible so I'm here um, if you are here hi Allison I'm glad you're here. Um, and if someone else might be here too, I see you. You don't see me. Oh, I see you. So anyway, um, Allison, I'm glad you're here. I hope you'll stay on and chime in um, throughout the, the um, episode. So first things first, I'm going to try some some whiskey. So I got a couple of new whiskeys um, for, for Christmas from a couple different people. And I've, I'm going with this one. It is, hey, Sean. Hi, everybody. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas. Um, I can't believe that tomorrow's the last day of the year. Uh, so I got this um, for Christmas. It's called Stonehammer Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. All right. And I'm going to read the back to you because so there's a little history there. Um, it says, Old Stonehammer, U.S. Representative, Senator, and the 10th Governor of Kentucky, Thomas Metcalf who lived from 1780 to 1855, spent the early years of his working life as a stonemason before eventually winding up in politics. After Metcalfe won the governorship in 1828, his opponent mocked his early trade, which earned him the nickname Old Stone Hammer. As Governor, Metcalf's tough mindedness helped him accomplish much in the way of internal improvements for Kentucky in honor of Thomas Metcalfe's dogged determination and a job well done, we proudly offer smooth, satisfying Stonehammer bourbon. The first thing Emily says was, I wonder what his politics were. <laughs> Don't we all wonder? So anyway, I, um, I'm going to taste this. So first I'm going to have a look at the color. It's pretty, it's pretty light. So I'm guessing it's not something that was aged a long time, right? Um, pretty light. Let's have a sniff here. Hmm. I'm going to pour a little into my glass. Do a little sniff there. Hmm. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I'm getting like, um, caramels, caramel or butterscotch. Definitely sweet, maybe some vanilla in there. And I actually do get the oakiness in my nose. But like I've always said, I I can smell these things. I get the nose a lot bigger than I do um, the others. So um, if you're here, you guys say hi. Um, Let's go for, for a little taste. Oh, you know what I forgot? Remember this trick? One nostril and the other. Yeah, that's an interesting trick. I don't think I'm going to stick with it. I don't really get that much different from doing my um, my one. I have a pretty clear nasal passage. I don't know. Um, so here we go. Hmm. Okay, so on that palette, my palette, I definitely got the sweetness, but I felt like there's a little cinnamon in there too. It was, it was pretty pleasant, really short, pretty short finish, a little viscosity. I can mm, still feel it on my tongue a little bit, but it's, um, uh, yeah, you know what? It's not bad. I looked it up. It's, it's actually a pretty inexpensive bottle. Um, but I, I think it's actually, it's quite, um, pleasant. It goes down pretty easily, um, pretty smooth. Um, and, but it is on the sweeter side. So, um, you know, the interesting thing, someone, you know, about tasting whiskeys is, This is a sweet whiskey. So if you were to blend it with something like Coke, it might not be as good as others because you're going to get a lot of sweetness if you don't like that. But I think it's really pleasant on its own. I would drink this again. Um, It's pretty smooth. And we'll see how it ages on my shelf once I um, open it because there's definitely a different experience, isn't there, um, after you've done that. So slange. Uh, let me know what you guys are drinking tonight. I always love to hear about what you've concocted, Mr. Sean. Um, and I, Sean, I know you're you're listening in. Um, I saw came across someone the other day, who was drinking Mountain Dew uh, with their whiskey. So I was like, hey, Sean's not the only one. Just thought you might want to know that. So I'm gonna have to try that sometime. But happy you're here, all of you. And like I said, say hello. Please say hello. Chime in and say hello. Um, If you just joined me, I am trying the um, Old Stonehammer. It's a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, Distiller's Reserve. Um, And yeah, you can listen back to find um, out how it went for me. But yeah, it's pretty good. So I'm going to continue sipping that. So as you might have heard, I invited my kids on. I don't know if that was smart or not, but um, I love hanging out with my kids, even if they don't like hanging out with me. Um, and I thought it would be kind of fun to have them on, both to tell some stories, but also to corroborate some of the ones that I told you on previous episodes, particularly about, um, about the stuff that happens in our house so, um, let's see, Sean's drinking some Fireball and Sprite. So I am going to invite my kiddos in. I'm going to scoot over so M can join me here. And then Noah's joining from his bedroom. Um, and, uh, he is a weirdo. Um, and then we're going to get started. I really invite you and encourage you to ask them questions. Um, so I'll try to keep a good, good, um, eye on the comments. So if you have a question, we can post that and, um, Yeah, let's get this started. Come on over, Em. And I'm going to bring you on, Noah. Here comes my boy. Here's my Emily. And there's Noah. Hi, Noah. (laughs) Noah's right upstairs. He's got the full setup in his bedroom. So, anyway, so this is Emily. And uh, Emily is a junior in college at the University of Missouri studying sports journalism. Um, Noah is a senior in high school. And... uh, He he is a gamer. He likes to skateboard with his friends. I don't know what else, Noah. Noah, what else do you want to share about yourself? Uh, He kind of
1: listed off the two things that
0: I do. Yeah, that's all you ever do, and sleep. He likes to sleep too. So, and um, Emily is most many of you might know a little bit about Emily. Um, Allison saying hi. She knows you. Um, She's a she's a great writer, and you know what. Her weird is Star Wars. She's right She's like writing pages and pages of something about Star Wars, and I have no idea what it is. But I told you what it was <laughs> the other day. You're lying. I know. Well, why don't you tell everyone
2: what you're working I'm on? I'm writing down all of the, pe- all of the pieces of media in the Star Wars canon. So like all of the video games and all of the comics, and I'm going to try to make my way through all of them. And there's a lot of stuff, so it's been taking a while. and I thought I had explained that. But
0: apparently I well, you it. did, but not in the language that your mom understands. <laughs> so uh, Sean wanted to know Noah if that's a wall painted or if it's a flag. Sean, it is a wall painted. I think we did Noah's room when you were 10. Right? It was 2013. 12 or 13, okay. But no, it's, it's been I was, there. It was
2: 2013. No. It I was 13. Oh,
0: it was 2013. So was. It was yeah, when yeah, the Seahawks
2: yeah. won the Super Bowl. So
0: you were indeed 10 years old, right? If I do the math correctly. So, um,. Anyway, um, I'm assuming that Sean is saying good luck to you, Emily. I don't Mm -hmm. know. (laughs) So thanks for that, Sean. So anyway, I I want to bring these kids on. I think they've been a little stressed out about it, but I told them that they'll they'll figure it out. But I think, first of all, I want to get, you know what? This is what this show is all about. You just get on and you never know what will happen. Right, Sean? Sean's been here before. Pete would tell you the same thing. So... What I want, I would love to do first is to have you guys talk about, like, to corroborate a little bit. Share some of the stories before you get into how, why your mom is weird, because there's probably not very many stories for that anyway. Um, you can um, share some of the stuff you remember experiencing in this, um, in this, uh, in this house, because that way my audience here will know that I it wasn't just me experiencing it. Does someone want to get started, M? Well do you wanna You are remembering the certain things that yeah, were But that experience. but that's not corroborating. Do what do you remember? <laughs> you guys, if I tell you what it is, that's not corroborating. <laughs> what you're do just you just What, just just our, no, no, what not, do you remember about growing up in this house? Or Noah, tell about the stuff we experience every day. Right now you guys are making me look really <laughs> stupid. <laughs> so no, I I said one thing. <laughs> what?
1: Um, I said, I said one thing, but like, where are we supposed to begin? Cause there is so much stuff that is always happening in our house. Noise, like footsteps, loud bangs, like my door just opening.
0: Yeah. Like, so Noah, te- actually, Noah, tell us, I talked about that a bit. Tell us a little bit about that happening and how often and kind of what you're feeling around that. You guys can see his door in the back. Um, but tell us a little bit about that, Noah.
1: Um, it's just like I'll hear the doorknob jiggle, and then sometimes it'll, the door will just open. Like I, well, I turn around and watch it happen, and it just opened, And I sit there. I don't, I don't know what to think. Like I'm just shocked. Cause I, like I go check to see if anyone's there, but no one's there. No one came upstairs, and my door just decided to open.
0: <laughs> so, so Noah and I have had a conversation sometimes about like what exactly that could be if it's an actual ghost or if it's just somebody trying to give him a message, but he has had that. I mean, I don't know how many times I've come upstairs and he's like, mom, I would have sworn you walked into my room like 10 minutes ago. And I'm like, uh, no. So, so yeah, that, that's happened a lot. Um, Noah also, also, do you remember he, I, so I was sleeping on the couch one night. I think I told everyone this. Remember Noah, when you came in and you told me the next day, do you remember what you told me?
1: that there was someone staring over you. <laughs> yeah. I, I looked down there and there was like a big figure just standing there staring at you. So I'm like, I'm going to go upstairs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to leave getting, my mom down there not sleeping. that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and that, I mean, I think I mentioned this on one of the early shows is that area downstairs in the, um, in the, near the garage and stuff is really pretty creepy. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. Emily, what's a recent... You're not around the house as much uh, as anymore, but what's a recent thing that you've experienced?
2: Um, I don't know if there's anything recent, but to, like, corroborate older stuff like you were asking, I mean, I was the one who, for the most part, would see the silhouette in the entryway when mm-hmm. we first moved in. And we would be sitting at the snack table in the kitchen, and would I? Because I think my seat was positioned so I could see the hallway, and Noah's Noah's was facing more towards the kitchen, if I was, recall. So there wasn't like he couldn't; he wasn't paying attention. Also, he was like four years old, so I don't think he would have really processed it the same, anyways. But just like I remember, like it was like every day, it was like a the same thing. It would we would hear the door open. Well, we'd hear the door open mm-hmm. downstairs but the door wasn't opening, the garage door. And then we would, um, I would see, because, I don't know, we were eating our snack, and I don't feel like you were always in the kitchen with us, but Mm -hmm. I would see the, like, basically, like, a man, like, I would say from, like, the knee or the shin down to, like, ankle standing in the entryway, like he was putting away his, like, coat or taking off his shoes or whatever into the closet. And then it would usually just disappear. Mm Mm-hmm. Or we would be done with snack
0: and I would get up and leave well, the table. And that same, it's like we have like an old, really old um, sliding door that's got like mirrors on it. And that door right where she would see that, even times today, every once in a while I'll wake up in the morning and it's open like six inches. And we don't go in there very often. And that's a hard thing to prove. But it's happened often enough that it just kind of, kind of makes you wonder, you know, and how does, I mean... like I wonder about residual energy is can residual energy move things I don't know if it can but most some of that seemed very residual like the Mm -hmm. the coming in the door every night so I was gonna say
2: to answer kind of Allison's question I don't think we know a lot but we know the previous owner's name was Mr. Harrison so we always kind of referred to that ghost slash a lot of the initial activity we had in the house as just being Mr. Harrison because he died in the house. Yeah. And so it just kind of felt like that was the natural thing to do, but we don't like know a ton. I think, I think you've tried doing some research, but we don't really know.
0: I, I have. Um, so the only thing we know, Allison, is that he passed and his daughter sold this house because his wife had passed, I think 15 years prior um, or it was quite a bit of time and then he passed and we don't know if he passed in this house or not, but he and his wife were the original owners, the only other people who've lived in this house besides us. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have gotten images of a man, um, here and, but I, and I've tried to look up, I've tried to find pictures of Mr. Harrison to see if it's him, but a lot of it feels like that's what it is. Like this is his house and a lot of the patterns he may have had here, um, a lot of the patterns he may have had here so I don't know um Sean has a question for you Emily uh has anything followed you to college and we've talked about this a little bit
2: yeah I don't really think so it's interesting because I've lived in a couple places since I like went to college so my freshman year obviously I was in a dorm so I had a roommate living in the room with me I don't remember ever having anything happen there and then I lived in a like a modern apartment building last year Like one of those made it Probably as an earthquake-proof type <laughs> apartment That they just constructed for college um, I don't think anything's happened there I'm now living in a super old building But it's, I mean, it's like a really old building It's like 100 years old We call it the J-School Slums because it's all the old buildings that are right up the street from the J school that mostly journalism majors live in. Anyways, um, I don't think I've experienced anything really there either. The one thing I would say that possibly has, like, kind of followed me but not, like, isn't there all the time is I have these, and I don't know if you've actually talked about this on Mm -mm. here before. So in my bedroom, I've always for a long time felt that there's, like, three – There's, like, three things that hang out in there, and it's not, like, Noah's situation where, like, things will move or, like, he'll see his door open or mom used to see lights in Noah's room or stuff like that, but, like, these are just, like, three people who hang out in my room while I sleep, which, like, sounds creepy, and for, like, a while it did creep me out, but it's not really creepy, it's just, so, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but there's three of them, and there's one There's a tall one who stands kind of in the corner of my room, like opposite where my bed is. And then there's a little space between my bed and my window where another one hangs out and stands. And then there's one that likes to get really close to my face sometimes. And that's the one that creeps me out a little bit Mm -hmm. and just makes me uncomfortable. And I've learned to just kind of be like, please back, like, please back away. Or like, I don't want you here right now. Like, can you back up or whatever? And usually then I'm able to like not sense it as much or like just kind of go to sleep or whatever but i remember so i've felt them every once in a while at college but not regularly and i know my mom has mentioned that she has felt them here because she sleeps in my bedroom now um and so she's felt them and even before she moved into my bedroom she had felt Mm -hmm. them before and it was really weird because i'd never told my mom about it for a long time because i didn't wasn't sure if i was just making it up in my head and was just kind of like oh there's stuff in my room because i wanted like i kind of wanted there to be stuff in my room or whatever and be able to talk about it like noah has stuff in his room but when i she ended up bringing it up bringing it up to me after it was after you'd gone to school no wasn't it no no, you had like a, we're not a Reiki massage or a Reiki massage. You oh, massage I had a Reiki session, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had, a, yeah. And oh. she came back and she was like, are there things that hang out in your room? And I was <laughs> yeah. like, uh.
0: With, I was with, like, with my, yeah. my Reiki mentor who happens to be um, a psychic. I think she's a psychic medium. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, and she
2: brought it up and I was like, um, that's <laughs> creepy but yeah yeah and then later she was like oh yeah I, I there was something hovering by my face like last night while I was sleeping and I got the sense and that was after I had left for college so they mm-hmm.
0: couldn't
2: pick on me anymore yeah that, that was really creepy and
0: I knew um so uh so Sean asks do you ever do you actually just sense no, that's them? Allison no right here no this one yeah oh it is Allison, Sorry. Uh. Do you ever see them or just sense them?
2: Um, I don't think I ever, like, actually see them in, like, the way my mom has seen stuff, like, where you can tell, but, like, in my mind's eye, I can envision them a very Mm -hmm. particular way. Like, like I said, the one that stands in the corner is very tall, like, very lanky type thing, um, and, like, I have, like, a sense of like what they look like. I'm not sure if that's just something that's in my head that I've decided. I don't know.
0: That's actually, um, we've talked about this a little before. And that's usually how I sense things. Sometimes you see them, but that's actually a level of psychic ability. So you're sensing and you're seeing energies that are existing around you without actually seeing them with your eyes. Um, so sometimes, you know, you will see black figures. Like when I see it, I see more of black shadow figure type things. Um so yeah, it's that's interesting. All, I mean, all of it. And the and the one that gets really close, that's why I was mentioning with um Mind's Eye. Perfect exactly, Sean. It's the mind's eye. Um uh I I remember not long after Emily went to school, whatever that one the one that feels a little more icky like came and this was still when I was in the other bedroom like I woke up to something literally right in my face and felt it was almost like it was like oh I don't have this other person to mess with so I'm gonna mess with you so it's it's weird um Noah you you had a lot of experiences as as a younger kid do you remember some of the things that you told me about you know that you remember going going back to when you were little because we moved into this house when when you were three and M was six, right? What, what do you remember?
1: Definitely like the biggest thing is when I was, I was messing, I was making the chair behind you guys, like I was making the footrest go up and down because I was bored. And then I right. swear, I just saw some large, like tall black figures standing like, right where you guys are next to the table. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I freaked out because it was pretty scary. Cause it was just, it just looked like some random dude in our house
0: that I didn't know. Yeah. I remember when you told me that story and interestingly, this is the spot right where we're sitting is a spot that I have encountered something. I don't know how many times, especially early on when we moved into this house and I would come downstairs after going to bed and there, there was, I would see shadow figure right here. It was always in the same place. So I'm not really sure what the significant of significance of this space is, um, how about the little girl? Do you guys remember the little yes. girl? Yes, <laughs> because I would walk by Noah's room
2: just going to do my own thing in my room. And I'd look and it looked like someone was sitting on Noah's bed. And sometimes Noah wasn't even home. And it would just looked like little girl was hanging out. And so, like so much so that sometimes I would like take a couple steps back and look in again. And there was absolutely nothing there. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that was that was weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noah, what do you remember <laughs> about the little girl? Anything?
2: I just remember that
1: that time we were I forget where in the house we were, but we started hearing crying and it was like loud and clear enough to where it like wasn't coming from outside. It's in the house.
0: Oh, I almost I forgot that. about it sounded that. Like
1: a girl crying.
0: Yeah, I remember that. I remember I had totally forgotten about that, actually. But I remember we were trying to figure out like we were looking to debunk it, like mm-hmm. to see if there were any windows open and we're like, OK, that's really weird. Do you guys remember? Which I remember really vividly when we heard the little girl when we were sitting at this table. No, because
2: I didn't even hear it in the. I mean, I remember it happening, but I didn't hear it in the moment. But
0: Noah, didn't you hear it with me? Remember when we're sitting here? Uh, I, no, I don't remember. We were talking, and I shared this story, and I I was sitting right here in this exact spot, and we were talking about Mister Harrison and different f- stories and sharing our stories of oh. experiences, and oh, we heard the yeah, little girl yeah. say, "What about me?" <laughs> Remember that? Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah. that was really creepy. Like literally, I, I was right here. I turned and looked, like I was gonna see somebody there. So it's interesting, you know, how these different things manifest. And of course, your your dad is pretty skeptical. But he, he had a moment and hopefully he's okay with me sharing this, but he had a moment where he woke up in the middle of the night and saw the little girl, like literally saw her standing at the foot of like by my, by my feet of my bed. And, um, which is really fascinating because I've never seen, um, I've never seen a full, like an apparition, but he was like, it was very clearly a little girl. But interestingly, I haven't seen her in a really long time. I haven't experienced her. I haven't felt her. Anything um, like that? So I don't know. Any other stories that really stand out for you in terms of the weirdness in our house? Before we move on,
2: well, not in this house, but didn't when you guys lived in the other house in Mount Lake Terrace, and I was a baby, and you would see the lady walking between
0: mm-hmm. my and Aunt Kelly would, had seen it too, and mm-hmm. you would just see the lady. I can still see her in my in my head, um, and I it's funny like I sometimes forget about these things, but yeah, my sister Kelly mentioned this. But down at the end of the hall, and this was like an old, um, kind of like one of those manufactured kind of homes that's, you know, it was really sweet. Our landlord lived next door, really, really sweet guy. But yeah, at the I would be on the couch in the living room and look down the hall. And all the time I saw this woman walking across um, from Emily's room to our room or the other way. And she was wearing kind of like, she looked like a school marm is the best way from like, you know, the 1900s. And she had her hair in a bun. Like I can still see her. I wish I could sketch things because it was, but what's so weird is there's no reason she would have been in that house. Like must've been something about the land we were on maybe or whatever. But yeah, I almost, it's funny how you, I mean, there are so many things and we've talked before about how we should be keeping a log because we have stuff that happens all the time, all the time. Did oh, you just remember I just something? remember the
2: other thing, too. It's right after Mama died when we were in the bedroom. You got really mad at me for this later because, oh. remember, I lost the voice. Oh. So, right after our grandma had died, which was back in, like, 2013, 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it wasn't immediately after, but it was within the ensuing weeks, It was within I a think. week or two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my mom and I were up in the master bedroom and we're just kind of like, we got a weird feeling come over us i think first and so then of course mom pulled out the the <laughs> voice recorder and was like we got to see if anything talks to us <laughs> and so we got it uh got it out and we, were li- we when we listened back to it we could hear something s- say like i'm sorry like we could hear a voice and we were pretty sure it was my grandma but then like it a month
1: it what? sounded exactly like.
2: Her. Yeah, yeah. And then, like a month or two later, I lost that voice recorder, which probably had the greatest piece of, <laughs> of, of any audio evidence. evidence that my mom yeah. has ever recorded. Nice
0: job, which, Emily. which is like I left pretty, it in a bathroom. <laughs> pretty, pretty none. Have pretty much no <laughs> e- EVP evidence. Even though I, I pull pull it out all the time. Oh I pull out the EVP recorder in this house all the time. Actually, I have almost six hours of. <laughs> EVP to listen to, to, to. um, because I'm sleeping downstairs right now and it's creepy and I hear noises every night. So, um, Noah, how about you? Anything, any last like ghost story stuff that you can think of that you can share or corroborate? Just
1: just always hearing footsteps, Mm -hmm. like wherever we are in the house, hearing footsteps somewhere else in the house, like someone's walking there, but everyone's all accounted for, but it just sounds like someone's walking upstairs or Back to what Emily was talking about earlier with the door to the garage downstairs. I like, to this day, I'll still hear it open. And mm-hmm. I'll go down there and it's not open, but I heard the very distinct noise of it opening.
0: Yeah, it still happens. It just, like, when we first lived here, it happened almost All every time. single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't, but it still does happen. Or or how mm-hmm. about, I've, Noah, you've experienced this, you know, the times when I, like the time I came in the house and I was like no I'm home and I completely heard you respond to me and then I went upstairs and you weren't there so but you've had experiences reverse right where it, you-
1: it sounds like you like I'll be in my room and it sounds like you're calling my name and I'll go check and you're just you're not even home
0: yeah, which is a, such an interesting phenomenon, but it, it happens, right? The same thing with, you know, I mentioned one time about how I saw myself you saw in this chair right behind me. But Noah has seen me in that chair when I'm not out seen, there, right? Yeah,
1: I've seen her in that chair as well. Yeah, a,
0: but I a spend a hard. lot of time in that chair. So I'm sure, and I'm a pretty intense person, and I do a lot of intense thing, meditations and stuff over there. So that's the only reason I can I can think of. Um, so anyway, thank you for corroborating a little bit, Emily and Noah, but, uh, and, and if you, th- if you think of anything else that you want to share in terms of the stuff that we experience, um, in this house, yes, it's really weird. Allison <laughs> says weird. It is really weird, but I have asked a couple of people I know in the field and they're, and they have experienced similar things. Um, so I don't know, but I, so now I kind of want to get to, to some of the stuff like, what it's like to live with a weird, cause I am weird. I've always been weird. And, um, and I think it's funny when I first asked Emily and Noah about this, they were like, what are we going to talk about? But I think that's because they're just so used to having a mom like me that I'm very normal in their eyes. Right. Emily and Noah, did you hear something weird? (laughs) I thought I did. Yeah, probably. Um, So yeah. So I don't know. Emily's like, I thought of some things, mom. Um, so, but I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand it over to you guys. I'm I'm curious to see what makes me weird in your eyes.
2: <laughs> well, the story I've been wanting to tell, which I don't really know if it makes you weird, it's just a funny kind of like paranormal adjacent story, is the story of lunch with me, Noah, Madison, and Ian. We used to have two friends that would spend summers at our house and hang out with us and our mom would watch us all <laughs> Day. one day we're sitting on our dining room table eating whatever snack or whatever lunch we had had that day and we've been like taught we had been talking about some ghost stuff because she's always talked to us about that stuff for forever like it's just been a normal part of our life so much so that we used to ghost hunt with our Nintendo DS's and stuff <laughs> over the summer so like yes. that's like we were just having a conversation about that at lunch and she went upstairs to go do something right I mean, Ian and I were probably, what, like, 11, yeah. 12, maybe? Yeah, it was a
0: couple of years. And so and, yeah.
2: Noah and Madison were, like, nine, and we were just sitting at the table, and all of a sudden, she shrieks, like, blood-curdling scream from upstairs, and we all dive under the table, because we have no idea what's going on. We're all, like, scrambling for the floor. Because <laughs> she's just screaming upstairs and she comes downstairs to find us and is dying laughing because she just did it all as a joke and, like, meant, to, meant for us to think that she had, like, seen a ghost or something upstairs. Mm-hmm. And it was which which we definitely did because we hid under the table. Yeah, <laughs> because that would have protected
0: us from anything. Oh, gosh. We st- that, yeah, that was really funny. But that's just, I don't know. That's weird um (laughs) probably (laughs) that is weird that was a good story um and we still talk about that so sean wants to know do either of you feel that your mother's current drinking habits are a result of you what are you trying to say sean i really don't drink that often do i (laughs) no but i i have taken up whiskey recently i think it's more likely because of the weird stuff i experience. (laughs) It makes it easier to to handle, but that's a good question. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a good story, and I think in some ways it makes me weird because how many parents would really do that to their kids? I don't know. I mean, to this day, we're always trying to scare each other, especially me and Noah, and I actually got both of the kids good today. Yes, we just hide, and we jump out and scare each other, right, Noah? Noah, you can share what your mom usually does when you (laughs) you scare me.
1: (laughs) it's yeah i'll hide behind the corner and like sometimes i i wait there i can wait up like a good five minutes because she'll like come close to the stairs but then she needs to go go do something else downstairs and i'm i'm like shoot i'm still waiting here so i just like i wait it out and then she comes up and i scare her and she goes
0: oh! <laughs> 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 it's funny to see noah do that in person but yeah he laughs and then we just laugh together it's hilarious um but, yeah, Allison says her kids would say her drinking habits are a result of them. They wouldn't say that yet, Allison, but they might soon, right um
2: I'm really bad at jump scares, oh, you can't see the comment yet, oh. But.
0: So here it is. Sean asks, "Are you are you easier or harder to scare with what you have experienced?" I I well, in like terms of like the type of scaring that they do,
2: which is just jumping out just from behind random yeah. things. Like I'll still jump up and like I jump at things in movies well, all yeah, the time. But like in terms of being like, like actually scared, like scared of things i i would say no like not like paranormal stuff am i scared of the threat of nuclear war yeah <laughs> not of like ghosts being in the house i am scared of sleeping downstairs though because i wouldn't want to wake up in the I, middle of the night to hear I'm something pretty outside
1: scary. I, I still run up the stairs when i turn the light
0: on okay so here's the story i was telling emily this <laughs> and maybe i shared this before so when i was a little kid and i lived in vegas Not a little kid. Well, I did live in there when I was little, really little. But when I got up in the middle of the night, like if I had to go to the bathroom or something, I when I left my room, you know, it was so dark. I I would I just felt like there was stuff out there, which really didn't kind of occur to me till much later in life. Um, Anyway, I would literally step out of the door (laughs) and and just punch the air in case there was anything standing there, and then I would. (laughs) I would walk across the hall to the bathroom because I always felt like there was something around me. Well, I told Emily today that this, like, so this weird energy that we have downstairs, you know, Noah, and I'm, I sleep down there when Emily's home and, um, and, uh it's it's creepy. Like I'm not really scared sleeping on the couch. I honestly am not. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night sometimes and see a shadow standing in the corner by the pantry in the garage door. But usually I'm just like, leave me alone or something. But when I go to go up the stairs, I always feel like that whatever that is is like get the frig out. Like and so it's like, you know, pushing me up the stairs. So the other day I literally found myself running up the stairs like punching the air behind me (laughs) and I was like oh god what is happening so I was telling Emily she was laughing at me about that but it's really bizarre because I don't feel it's I don't know if I it's there's a certain space it can't go beyond or whatever but I know Noah and Emily both you guys experienced that that weird feeling on those stairs like something is chasing you up like telling you just get out Right? Don't you guys well just Not
2: so much as, like, I don't feel like I've ever felt like I'm being chased up the stairs. Mm. But just knowing that something, like, I'll walk by those stairs all the time and be like, yeah, there's something hanging out at the bottom of the (laughs) stairs right now.
1: Sometimes I'll I'll consciously, like, not look down there. Like, I'm just like, okay, if I look down there, I'm probably going to see something. But, like, to what Sean had asked, like, being scared and stuff, like, downstairs the garage is probably the only place where like anything paranormal will actually scare me. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'll watch my door open or hear someone walking in the hallway <laughs> and be like, okay, yeah, that's just normal. <laughs> it just happens.
0: Yeah. There is, there's something about our garage. I don't know what it is. There's a lot of stuff out there. Um, but I, that's why I mentioned earlier that I have six hours of um, recordings to listen to because I, turned a uh, EVP recorder on last night a digital recorder while I was sleeping because I I hear stuff in the garage like things moving around and things dropping and there's no visible evidence of any of that it's it's really bizarre um, but it does that uh, Noah I would agree with you that's the only place in the house where sometimes I am scared to go. Like I feel really hesitant to walk out into the. And I'll sometimes I'll open the door and flip the light on before I even walk into the space because it just feels. That's it's really weird. It's
1: creepy downstairs. Yeah. Like, even what happened to me the other night down there, like, cause like seeing shadow figures down there. That's oh Emily. Emily doesn't know about. Oh yeah. It. Well, why don't you? <laughs> like, what?
0: But you need to tell the listeners too what happened to you so the other night. I
1: was. uh out on the workbench so there's like two two like lanes in our garage (laughs) one side like has a bunch of stuff and then the other side has more stuff but also the workbench so I had my computer on the workbench I was cleaning it out and I like I like had the garage door open like the main garage door open and I was looking outside and I would turn around and I swear I saw someone standing in that other lane looking over stuff staring at me I'm like I'm like okay, I'm gonna hurry this up and get out of there i it
0: That's was nice it wasn't movie. nice to have someone staring at me yeah Girl. no it's and it's it's it's, it's like it it hangs out in that same spot all the time. I don't know what it is. It does. and I've, all the way down I've, I've brought my EMF detector out because, of course, I know that sometimes that can create that feeling that we feel in that spot, and there's no indication of that. So I don't know what it is. I I, I actually was thinking earlier today it would be kind of interesting to bring in one of my psychic friends and see if they pick up on anything um, or just get that feeling that we, we get in there. But our house is weird. And people – People are always like, how do you sleep there? But the truth is, you know, we're not so much scared. Sean mentioned the idea of scared versus startled. Like, that's, that's the only time, you know, it's the startling. Like, when you come across something and it's right in front of you, you're startled by it the same way you would be if a person jumped out in, in front of you, right? Um, I think the only time that we were scared, and I don't know if Emily, I mentioned this story. The time we came home and I, had, that I saw on, something. stupid book. I, no not the book oh. you don't so that's a different story Emily was scared that. by Emily was scared by the book I brought home and I think she mentioned that do you want to yeah. you want to tell a little bit about that well I remember we had
2: we went out somewhere one time and no one else was home and we came back and we walked in and there was just this weird feeling in the house and like if you've never like felt like a weird feeling like you don't like you don't understand it but you walk in and you know immediately something especially is, when it's your, your house something is wrong like and the smell was off like there was mm-hmm. a weird smell in the house and I remember we were just kind of walking around like really carefully and I was standing right out here in the living room and like I got like ooh, I'm getting like chills right now thinking about it but like my entire arm like I got chills up my arm, and I was like, "What?" I was like, what is going on? And mom was like, it's probably this book I brought <laughs> home about, like, demonic possession No, or it was like- not about demonic <laughs> possession. It was a holy Bible. Oh, it was a <laughs> Bible. Just as which, bad. Which probably is about
0: demonic possession. Just I don't know. Just as bad. And
2: she was like, <laughs> I think I'll take this back to church
0: tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, you do that. Well, I think I had sensed that too. I, I, it like, I mentioned this on a previous episode. Um, I was working at a Lutheran church at the time and someone had brought in all these books and was like, take what you want. And this particular book literally was calling to me, which, which they say is probably, a, you know, you should probably turn away when something feels that way. Actually. Um, but uh, or some people say that. But anyway, I did bring it home. But I totally understood. And I think the most significant thing about that situation was the smell in the house. Like, and this happens in our house a lot. You no, know, I don't know if Emily and Noah, you experience this. Uh, but walking in, you know how everyone's house, you have a smell to your house. It's like the smell of your pillow, you know, these things that just kind of are are, you know, come from the the smells of the people who live there, I guess. But um, sometimes I walk in our house and I'm like, it doesn't smell like our house. Like somebody else has been hanging out here. And that was really significant. Noah, do you remember that happening? You're three years younger.
1: I, I remember you guys talking about it, but I wasn't
0: there. Oh, okay. Yeah. The other thing that I was asking Emily about was the time we came home and we had, I had seen something move in the in the window and then and you're like i'm not going in that i was gonna
2: say i'm pretty sure i got back in the car because i was like yeah Mm -hmm. you can go figure it out and i'm not coming in but do you remember that
0: then we heard something upstairs do you remember that remember that that part i mean you guys were pretty young but that was scary so to that and the reason i'm thinking of that is to sean's question you know that That was scary, but I think, you know, I've mentioned it before, it was scary because I thought a real person was in my house, not because it was a ghost. Well, and we weren't
2: that young, because I think it was pretty soon after the house got robbed, and I was, like, 12 when that happened. Oh, yeah, it could have been.
0: And who knows, I think that when when things like that happen, it leaves weird um, energy around. So anyway, all sorts of weird. I'm I'm curious to know though. When you think of your mom being weird, what kinds of other things come to mind for you guys? Noah spends a lot of time with me uh, in my recent weirdness. Any ideas, uh, thoughts about that? And it, I won't be I, offended. I'm just curious.
1: No, I'm just I'm just trying to think. I can't really. I
2: but I like mean, always watching ghost shows, weird watching weird shows. Just like any show that's about ghosts, like yeah,
1: that's, it.
2: <laughs> and then having Always. to be like, okay, can we turn this off and watch something else for an hour before <laughs> bedtime because I don't want to watch them cover a murder house <laughs> and go there and investigate that, there, I think speaking of being
0: downstairs
1: and watching ghost shows, at that time we were watching something and then very clearly felt like something came and sat on the Sat couch down next with to us. us,
0: yeah. Yeah, that was, that was creepy. That was really creepy. It's funny because I think a lot of the things I do, are, is they're weird. But I think that you guys have just grown up with it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I talk with Noah about, especially lately, because a lot of the stuff that I've been really diving deeply into has been in the last couple of years, even since Emily has been gone. But, Noah, do you remember that time you came down the stairs? Um <laughs> Which time? The the time I you came down the stairs and you were shaking your hands. Do you remember that? You don't remember. Sort sort
1: of
0: well, I, it, I, I add more
1: details
2: because it
0: well, details. It was like three or four years ago And it was when I first started doing Reiki with with um a distance Reiki uh person, Stacy, and she I was on a session with her earlier that day and you had come up in the session because she, you came downstairs and she knew it was you. She's like, is that your son that just came down the stairs? Cause she, she could just tell. And I was like, oh yeah, he's down here. And and anyway, so you came up and there was one point where she was like, she was like, I'm shaking my hands. I don't know why. I don't know if it means anything to you. She goes, but I just felt the need to shake my hands. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. Like two hours later, You come walking down the stairs, shaking your hands like this. And I'm like, why are you doing that? And you're like, I don't know. I just felt like shaking my hands. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, it was, so it was really weird. But she did tell me, she's like, you know, there's, there's something about that, especially now. Noah and I, we've noticed a lot of these things too, like in terms of, and it's maybe because we spend this time, but, um, like feeling each other, right? Noah, like, like. I'll be driving Noah to school and I'll start feeling like really weird in my stomach, like anxious. And I'm like, Noah, are you feeling anxious about something at school today? And he's like, a little. Why? I'm like, because I can feel it. <laughs> like, stop feeling that way. Right, Noah. We've had those moments, too.
1: My bad. I am a mathist.
0: <laughs> right. So but yeah, we have we have those weird moments. So uh, here's a here's a good one. Sean says, are there any non ghost related stuff like weird music choices?
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, well,
1: like I like you you're like you're fine with me blasting music on a speaker and I've been noticing that you're doing it more. And so like noticing your music choices. And it's it's a lot of like acoustic remixes of <laughs> like popular pop songs.
0: Really? No, it's not.
1: Not like a not like a lot a lot, but like there's there's a good handful.
0: Yeah. I how about the They're times How about the times I've told you Hey kids, how about today we sing everything in our operatic voice? Oh, yeah, she does
2: do weird stuff like that. Which, uh, the one thing, the one big thing I've picked up from her that's just kind of like weird and random, but it's it's interesting because like my best friend at school does it too. And she claims she did it before me, but I kind of think she learned it from me. But I don't know, maybe she didn't do it before me. But is singing random sentences, like just like walking around. It feels like an anxious tick or something like that, <laughs> and then just being like, I've got to take the trash out <laughs>
0: so, like, that is I, something she would always do. Yeah, I do do that. But you know what? I have this one. I have this one story. And then, Noah, you can share if you have any experience with that. I have this one story with my friend Lisa from um, um, from growing up in Las Vegas. And we came into my house and my mom, I wouldn't describe her as weird. And but uh, like not in the same ways. But I I I have always felt about my mom that she, like, needed to come out of her shell. Like, there's aspects of my mom that no one's ever really known, right? But we came down the stairs one day, and my mom's washing dishes. And Lisa, I don't know if you'll watch this or if you are watching, and she was like, you, what the hell? and both of us are like what the heck like it was totally random but it, that is all to say that i think i come by it naturally um but i do sing random things all the time right um
1: and whoa what i was gonna say was you kind of just did it there randomly using accents oh
2: yeah <laughs> like yeah just, just deciding i wake up it, and I you're I like think.
1: you decide oh, i'm gonna talk like this all day yeah and like some like
0: that i'm like okay mom <laughs> i like to talk yeah, in my lasts, english accent it lasts about like the
1: next two hours and
0: <laughs> hey well nobody plays along with me gosh see sean can relate sean can relate he has cool see we listen to cool music right sean we are children of the 80s and 90s that's the coolest kind of music all right, Any anything, does anybody who's listening, I see Shannon, uh, or Shannon, Allison and Sean are here asking a lot of questions, um, and I know there's other people listening, um, but let me know if you have any questions for Emily and Noah real quick before before we get off, um, I but okay, yeah, Emily has another, another story, I guess, so let's um, listen
2: in. Definitely something that started happening more recently, I think, is like, we'll have, like, not, like, dreams about each other, but dreams, like, we talk about dreams a mm-hmm. lot, because we both tend to have, like, really weird dreams, like, I had a dream, well, I don't know, that might be a little TMI, I'm not going to share that one, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, sometimes, like, I'll, like, tell her about a dream, and then she's like, that's really weird, like, those things seem to, like, cooperate. Corrobor- not cooperate. Corrobor- Cor- corroborate,
0: corroborate. <laughs> i have
2: going on in my life and like that happened recently where like i explained this like really random dream where she was like dying in the dream and -hmm. it was like really like extensive and like a lot of stuff happened and she was like wow like that like she wasn't like freaked out freaked out that i was dreaming about her dying which i feel like a lot of people (laughs) would be freaked out about she's just like
0: hmm interesting i was like okay I Well, that's, that's because great. I I think that when you have dreams about people dying, it's because an aspect of that person or an aspect of your relationship with that person might be dying. But that's not necessarily a bad thing because things have to, Wait. things have to die to be born again or to grow again. Right. So anyway. Did you
1: dream about yourself dying recently? Did
2: you tell me that? Me? I yeah, I could have sworn you did, Mom. It's going to be like, I dream about myself dying all the time.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I did. What I did dream about, and I think I might have brought this up um, when I was, maybe when I was talking to Sean on the last episode was my lion dream, where I was locked in the bathroom and a lion was trying to get in, and then it followed me throughout the rest of the dream. Um, that's weird. I don't know if I've had, I don't know, Noah. That's a really good question. That, this is why I journal my dreams, because they really are important. I believe that dreams... Oh,
1: I was. I'm pretty sure you did say something about because you that whole like thing you just explained about like it could be part of like yourself like like dying off like you. It gave me that whole explanation the other day.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I might have. Sometimes I for I I just get the information or I remember it briefly. Um, Allison shared. I'm going to share this because this is kind of interesting and we do we did have a cool um, episode on dreams and deja vu but she says her dad had a recurring dream that a cannon would shoot him in the stomach after being late to school and opening the doors um he passed away from pancreatic cancer so uh so dreams so this is a great segue um we're, we're going to have to wrap up here in a few minutes so dreams are i think are really crazy but there's all sorts of information loaded into them and in terms of aspects of our body, like I, I, with the Reiki training that I've done, for instance, I could totally pull that dream apart and tell you why, one, why that was happening and give a suggestion as to why, you, you know, someone would die of pancreatic cancer, for instance. So all of these things are really tied into um, one another. And I know we have a lot of people who have been really interested in me doing a session on, on Reiki. And what like how that energy works, how it manifests, um, uh, like what what Reiki is all about, and um, but like the the energy, chakra energy, and all that, how it affects our physical being. So, um, I do I do want to do that. So we have six minutes. Any last any last moments from um, M and Noah about your weird mom? I know the
2: sage burning was weird when you first started it because it kind of came out of nowhere, but now it's like
1: natural. It did come out of nowhere.
2: Yeah. I was just in my room and go. S- <laughs> S- 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 no. Yeah, and there's just sage burning. It and like get, I'm in
0: church. And guess what Santa brought them in their stockings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? Getting
2: getting Save. stuff like like <laughs> a
0: chakra candle in your stocking from Santa. That's <laughs>
2: and, yeah, that's
0: chakra and, candles. And, and sage and Palo Santo? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a, that's how that's how your mom rolls.
2: Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> right? This, I mean, we talked about it after it happened, but, like, because I use Sage now, obviously. Um, and so I was in a house over the summer because I had an internship in North Carolina. And so I was living in, like, this pretty big, pretty old house. Um, and there wasn't really a lot of – there was other people in and out, but I was really the only one living there over the summer. And one day I decided to burn Sage – and it burned for literally hours, and I was, like, FaceTiming my mom, and I was, like, why is it? I was, like, why does it just keep on going, like, it, it didn't stop for hours and hours, and she's, like, you probably have some serious junk to clear in that house, <laughs> and I was, like, I guess, but, like, I've done, I've staged before, and I'm pretty sure the other person who was in the house that night probably thought I was smoking weed or something, because they're, like, do you smell whatever's burning, and I was, like, no i have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about yeah. and then i just had to open all the windows in my room you know, and emily let it you just go. need to
0: embrace your weird just say yeah i'm burning some sage to get rid of all the yeah, negative not energy not with the in person i've known for like three weeks oh <laughs> all right well i'm grateful to my kiddos my my two favorite people in the world my emily and my noah thanks for coming on and hanging Who's out your with favorite, your though? weird mom I don't have a favorite that doesn't exist. People who have favorite kids that's you, you, you look at, Noah. Yeah, I was gonna say no, it's you know Noah. what, you both teach me completely different lessons and I'm grateful for those lessons and I completely recognize them and love them. And, um, you know, what, what, when you say, when people have favorites, it's because they don't that they're triggered by things about themselves that they see in their kids. So when they dislike one of their kids, it's because they can't handle what they see and it's because it's in here. So I don't feel that way. I've learned a lot about myself because of the two of you and I'm really grateful for that. And I think that you chose me for that reason. So that's another thing, you know, parents wouldn't always say that, but anyway, I love you and I'm grateful that you were here. Um, thank you for coming. And, uh, I just want to say before I wrap up for my listeners, um, I'm taking a little break in January. I'm actually going to do a, um, a, uh, what's the, what's it called? I'm, I'm removing some things from my, my, my diet to try to get to the heart of some sensitivities that I had. And so uh, that I have. So, uh, Whiskey is probably going to have to go on the back burner for a few weeks. And so how much fun would Whiskey and Weird be if I couldn't actually drink whiskey? So um, I'll be back the week of my birthday, which is January 29th. Um, Noah's is the day after mine. And I'm looking forward to some new episodes. Uh, Sean mentioned um, a new book he got about Deja Vu. I'd love to revisit some of these things that we've done before, Deja Vu and Dreams. Um, but I'd also like to get into things like Bigfoot and aliens and fun stuff like that, because it's all stuff that's really um, interesting and, and captivating to me. So I also I've mentioned that I really, really enjoy. Um, I really, really will enjoy uh, getting people on here. You know, like I, if you have something you want to talk about with me, let me know and I'll invite you on because it's a lot of fun to have guests um, Sean did say you you will still be weird. That's a really good point, Sean. I will still be weird. Um, so I, I appreciate that. Um, but I, I'm really grateful for those of you who have listened and are listening and will listen. And I wish you all a super duper happy new year. And I'll see you in a few weeks at the end of, of January. All right. Be well. Stay weird, everybody. Bye, Noah. Bye, Emily. Broadcast has ended.
1: How did it go?